You're listening to Cultivate Curiosity, a podcast that inspires the next generation to stay curious. Cultivate Curiosity is brought to you by the Emerald Coast Science Center, a nonprofit interactive science museum and STEAM educational facility in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. This podcast is perfect for anyone curious about the world we live in because you never know what we'll talk about next. Hi, my name is Callie and I'm an educator at the Emerald Coast Science Center. And hi, my name is JC, and I'm the social media coordinator here at the Science Center. And on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about the centennial of the planetarium and International Observe the Moon Night. So first, let's talk a little bit about the planetarium. Since the beginning of time, humans have been fascinated by the starry sky and the secrets of the universe. The sky was brought down to Earth in October 1923 when the first planetarium projector was unveiled in Jena, Germany. The first planetarium opened to the public on May 7, 1925 when the Duchess Museum opened in Munich. These key dates set the stage for a celebration of the 100-year history of the projection of planetariums from October 2023 to May 2025. The Planetarium Jena and the Duchess Museum in Munich are kicking off the 100th anniversary activities in a joint parallel celebration. So both events will be connected live throughout the event, and the program is called Launch Event. You can view the live stream of the event on their website, which we'll have linked in the description of the podcast. So why are planetariums important? Planetariums are an integral part of our educational landscape. They show us the universe, where we live, where we come from, and how humans affect our planet. The stars and our night sky, however, are no longer the only topics. Planetariums are science theaters, temples of culture, and entertainment venues all in one. Planetariums fulfill an educational mission and are committed to culture. They are a place of inspiration for children and young people. They encourage younger generations to become astronauts, provide a spatial view of the Earth, and explain worldviews in a historical context. Although planetariums are often not part of the obligatory curriculum throughout the world, their contribution to scientific and social education is enormous. Planetariums offer constantly changing and varied programs. They are the pinnacle of informal education, an extracurricular place for learning for children and adults alike. Modern planetarium technology and modern digital technologies work together to offer visitors experiences and insights that were unthinkable just a few years ago. And a few examples of this is our planetariums here at the Emerald Coast Science Center. So we offer quite a few programs in our planetarium. So the first one is our general planetarium nights, which are held on the third Thursday of the month during our fall hours. Our planetarium nights are shows about space, exploration and travel, zodiac constellations, and other topics about our solar system. Anyone can purchase tickets to attend either our 6 and 7 p.m. showings. Then we have our mobile planetarium. Our planetarium is an inflatable dome, which means it is mobile. Our mobile planetarium program can be booked for in-school presentations, for your next event, or even a party. Our systems can provide lessons focused on SSA standards for grades K through 12. Then we have our special feature shows, which we offer a variety of special shows for all ages that can cover topics that include Arabian myths, African stories, Norse mythology, Native American folklore, and even spooky secrets. So if you're looking for something geared towards ages 21 and older, our Sorted Secrets of the Stars specialty show shares the sizzling stories behind our constellations. So we actually have our spooky secrets on October 26th, right? Yeah, so I'll be out doing that um, show with one of my 
coworkers, and it's actually a newly updated show. So we'll have some new references to mythologies or even some, some spooky stories like monsters, goblins, or even vampires. So definitely check out our website. We will have a 5, 6, or 7 p.m. showing, and the 7 p.m. showing is a little bit more spooky, so it's for some older-aged kids. Yes, but it's welcome to all families to come and enjoy together. So the last thing we have with our Planetarium show is actually a new program that we're doing. We just started it this past year. It's called Global Soundscapes. So Global Soundscapes is a highly interactive presentation that is hosted inside our planetarium that guides audiences through the groundbreaking new science of soundscape ecology. So this is a recent addition to our programs that we offer in our planetarium. And we've had a lot of fun learning about the sounds of our world inside of it. So to learn more about our planetarium programs, please feel free to check out our website. All right. So now that we've talked a little bit about the planetarium, let's talk about International Observe the Moon Night. So International Observe the Moon Night will take place on Saturday, October 21st. You can join lunar observers around the world in learning about lunar science and exploration, making celestial observations, and honoring cultural and personal connections to the moon. So believe it or not, observing the moon is something you can do no matter the weather, time of day, or the location you are viewing it from. So we interpret the word observe very broadly. So there are so many ways to celebrate and observe our moon for International Observe the Moon Night. So here are 10 of NASA's favorites. So up first, we have look up. So this is the simplest way to observe the moon is to look up at the sky. So the moon is the brightest object in our night sky, the second brightest in our daytime sky, and it can even be seen all around the world. So International Observe the Moon Night is always held near a first quarter moon, which means that the near side of the moon is about half illuminated. A first quarter moon is great for even observing as it rises in the afternoon and is high above the horizon in the evening. And with the naked eye, you can see dark gray seas of cooled lava called mare. Another way that you can observe the moon is peer through a telescope or binoculars. With some magnification help, you'll be able to identify details of the moon. The line between night and day on the moon, called the terminator, is ideal for seeing lunar craters and mountains since very long shadows heighten the contrast of the features. Another way is to photograph the moon. NASA's Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter, or LRO for short, has taken more than 20 million images of the moon, mapping it in stunning detail. You can see featured captioned images on LRO's camera website, which we'll have linked. And of course, you can take your own photos from Earth as well. Another thing you could do is relax on your couch. So is it cloudy? Luckily, you guys can observe the moon from the comfort of your own home. So check out NASA's live stream pages for live feeds of the moon and featured International Observe the Moon night events. Or you can take and process your own lunar images with the micro-observatory robotic telescopes. Then you can also use the touch the topography. So this is where you observe the moon through touch. So if you have access to a 3D printer, you can peruse NASA's library of 3D models and lunar landscapes. This collection of Apollo resources features 3D print models of the Apollo landing sites using topographic data from the LROs and the Selene mission. On the Apollo 11 model near the center, you can actually feel a tiny dot where the astronauts Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin left the lunar descent module. You can also make and admire your own moon art. Enjoy artwork of the moon and create your own. Submit photos of your artwork, paintings, poetry, sketches, jewelry to NASA's Flickr gallery or share them on social media using the hashtag ObserveTheMoon. 
Or you can listen to the moon. So treat your ears to the International Observe the Moon Night. Several NASA podcasts feature the lunar science, exploration, and history, including NASA's Curious Universe, Houston We Have a Podcast from the Johnson Space Center, NASA Explorers, Apollo, which features personal stories from the Apollo era to now, and Gravity Assist with NASA Chief Scientist Jim Green. The third season's all about the moon, and if you prefer listening to music, make a playlist of moon-themed songs. You can also take a virtual field trip. Plan a lunar hike with Moontrek. Moontrek is an interactive moon map made using NASA data from our lunar spacecraft. Fly anywhere you'd like on the moon, calculate the distance or the elevation of a mountain to plan your lunar hike, or layer attributes of the lunar surface and temperature. If you have a virtual reality headset, you can experience Moontrek in 3D. You can also see the moon through the eyes of a spacecraft. Visible light is just one tool that we use to explore our universe. NASA's spacecraft contain many different types of instruments to analyze the moon's composition and environment. Review the moon's gravity field with data from the GRAIL spacecraft or decipher the maze of this slope map from the laser altimeter on board LRO. This collection from LRO features images of the moon's temperature and typography. You can also continue your observations throughout the year. International Observe the Moon Night is the perfect time to start a moon journal. See how the shape of the moon sometimes seems to change over the course of a month and keep track of where and what time it rises and sets. To check your work, visit Dial a Moon where you can plug in any date of the year to see the moon phase. Observe the moon all year long with these tools and techniques. We hope you use one or multiple of these ideas to celebrate the moon on International Observe the Moon Night. We'll have NASA's website page that shows different events going on all around the world linked in our podcast description so you can see what is going on in your local area. So that seems to be it for our podcast episode today. Thank you all for listening and definitely let us know if you guys are going to do anything for International Observe the Moon Day or to even celebrate the centennial of the planetarium. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Cultivate Curiosity. If you have any questions, feel free to email us at socialmedia at ecscience.org. Tune in for our next episode in two weeks.